There were many struggles back in medieval times. You could get the plague. Dying in childbirth was common. And if that didn't happen, the famine was waiting for you. If you managed to survive those challenges, there was always the looming risk of being put to death for heresy. Local people needed to stay on top of important news, like which kings or popes or local lords had power, and who had succumbed to theft or violence. Without the ability to read, it was hard to stay on top of current news. When the market was open, whether the bylaws had been changed again, even checking local advertisements was hard to do. That's where the town crier came in. If, for example, you had some goods to sell, you could have the town crier call it out. The crier, or sometimes his wife, would ring a large bell to get everyone's attention, and then he would call out the news at the top of his voice. How loud, you ask? In 2013, David Hind of Bridlington clocked in at 114.8 decibels. As a point of comparison, the fan of a turboprop aircraft taking off is 118 decibels. If you want to know what that sounds like, you can stand in front of your vehicle only a meter away and have a friend blast the horn right in your face. That's only 110 decibels. Imagine being able to drown out your own car horn simply with your voice. Nowadays, we don't need to hire a town crier to spread the news. In fact, it's easier than ever to get the word out there. How we can use new technologies to spread important messages is a fascinating and important subject. And one of these methods, the podcast, is more popular than ever. Jackie and I are here today with Devin Caldwell and Mark Cowan, two leaders and educators from Fort LaBosse School Division. They are the hosts of a podcast called Teach Like a Boss. Our conversation today will cover some of the nuts and bolts of podcasting, how you can get started, ways to use it in your classroom, and some of the things we've learned along the way. I'm Michelle Lamb, and this is the Research Connection Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Research Connection Podcast, the show that brings current expertise and cutting-edge research and connects it with users in the community. Uh, I was really excited this summer when I came across your Instagram feed, actually, is how I found out that you had a podcast. And I sent it to Michelle right away and said, hey, I think we need to connect with these guys because I was trying to figure out how we could grow our podcast. And what I was seeing was that different podcasts were doing collaborations, but you really need people that are working in a similar area. And so it seemed like it was a great um, connection to try to reach out to you. My name is Mark Cowan, uh, principal at the high school in Verdon also one of the co-chairs uh, on our uh, PD committee, Divisional Professional Development Committee in Fort LaBosse. Uh, I've probably, I've come a long way in this world. I just barely started to listen to podcasts when Devin introduced this idea. And look at us now, we're collaborating together. So I'm Michelle Lamb, I'm the director here at BU Cares. And uh, I'm fairly new, I started last year in August. So I've been here for just over a year. And when I started, I think it was like the first day, maybe, Jackie came and said, we need to start a podcast. And uh, Jackie's vision was to 
start a podcast where some of the research that we're doing at BU could be linked with people in the community to kind of build this university community partnership idea and to model what those kind of conversations could look like. And I absolutely loved that. And we've done quite a bit in the last year. And so here we are. Mark kind of already spoke to the fact that we launched our podcast as kind of a response to providing more professional development that was timely and accessible and and also free in this other than our time, of course, (laughs) also like in this um, time of very uh, dramatic fiscal constraints. So I think we kind of just arose out of a out of a desire to provide professional learning to Fort LaBosse teachers but also to highlight some of the great things going on in our division and in the province. And it's always a good idea to hear what else is going on in other schools within the division because there's some amazing stuff that's happening and we just don't always get a chance to share. So this just worked perfectly in that process. So I came up with the idea when I was reviewing an article for someone, I think the Maritime somewhere, it was a review, so I don't know where who it was or where they were. Um, I would like to connect with them. Uh, They said that they were working with eight different school divisions and that it was a way for them to connect with the professional development people in their school divisions and to try to disseminate some of their research so that it was actually um, getting to the field in their local areas. And it, I just, I thought it was a great idea and I knew that we were getting a new director at BU Cares and I knew that Michelle um, did some technology stuff and so I thought it would be a great idea for her to take on and so that was my launch was here I think you should do this and she said no I think you should do it. (laughs) So it kind of sounds like we started our podcast for similar reasons, whether it's knowledge mobilization or disseminating research findings, highlighting some of the amazing research going on locally. And with Mark and I, and Mike, of course, having just that desire to support teachers, highlight promising practices, and share some of the things that are going on. It has been such an interesting experience to meet with researchers and hear about their research because it's amazing the breadth of the research that um, we've featured on our podcast. Um, We had one uh, where we paired a beekeeper with an English prof who um, studies literature that involves bees. Hmm. And that was something I hadn't imagined that I was going to learn about. We had a masculinity one that was really interesting to me about hockey, actually, Mark. And masculinity in hockey last November, uh, during November, that I really liked. But so many good ones. There was one where uh, we had some of the phys ed uh, researchers talking about a drug. I don't know if it's a drug. Creatine. Creatine, that's right and how they can use that and had a person in to talk about aging and how that was working out for him. So many interesting things. Hopefully I didn't steal yours, Michelle. No, actually it's interesting because I really enjoyed all the ones that you, I think I enjoy all of them. So it's hard to pick, I guess, but um, there was one where we talked about leadership. I really enjoyed that one maybe because I was new in my role. So I was thinking about leadership a lot. Um, 
And there was one where we interviewed uh, people right after the pandemic or during the first bit of the pandemic. And they talked about some of the impact of the pandemic on leaders. And I found that one just hit my heart in a different way. I felt like some of the quotes coming out of that episode, like things like a school administrator saying, the pandemic is the first thing I wake up and think about. And it's the last thing in my mind when I'm able to fall asleep, if I can fall asleep. And it was just like heart wrenching because we were all kind of in that space together. So I think that one hit me on a more emotional level, maybe. Um, and then I think my all time favorite is probably the one where we interviewed kids about the pandemic. I just I laughed so many times these little kids saying things like that you just wouldn't expect, right? Like, oh, do you all have your own little space at school and you're, you know, you have your own desk and yeah. And mine, I get kind of sweaty, like things like that. Just, they cracked me up. So I think I really enjoyed that one. I loved both those episodes too, that you described, Michelle. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually telling my principal about your one where you were interviewing school leaders mm -hmm. and how they were just sharing like basically how they they carry the weight of the world yeah. and the weight of their staffs and kind of have to absorb yeah. all of their worries and cares too so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah how about keep you going. both mm -hmm. yeah keep going Devin. i'll let you go first which ones um, are your favorites it's kind of a tough one i think maybe my favorite was our june episode where mark and mike and i all like kind of interviewed people ourselves and then we put it together in one combined episode and we kind of focused on like having the best summer ever so I interviewed um, Chantal Kripil who is a yoga teacher as well as a grade six teacher in Brandon so we kind of focused on wellness and taking care of yourself and then Mark who did you interview? I had Julie Matheson who is a biology teacher in my building but also a, a fitness instructor on on the outside too so it was great to 100% agree with you that that was enjoyable for sure talking to all of those people putting it all together yeah it was, I think Mike interviewed one of our school counselors on mental health so I really loved that episode that was uh, kind of a special one for me I listened to that one <laughs> it was good I think I have to listen to that one I think that sounds really great the problem is, though, it was really hard to keep it to, like, 20, 15 to 20 oh, minutes yeah. on, like, on my topic anyway, because, you know, yoga teachers talking about yoga, we just get so excited, so. <laughs> and, Mark, what about you? You mentioned that same episode. Were there any other ones that stand oh, out? It was, it was tough, Devin. I, I kind of had to do a little review back of, of the ones that we'd covered, and we've done a really good job of just showing the diversity of Fort LaVos School Division. Anywhere from like student teachers. I really enjoyed the one where you sat down with Mrs. Wright, Mrs. Gregg, retired teachers. And oh, yeah. With them. It was kind of like those girls they used to hang out with literacy with ICT. They were kind of like a development team together. It was like old times. I'm sure there might have been a glass or two enjoyed along the way while they were doing, <laughs> but good for them. Uh, it was really, they were just relaxed and so enjoyed. But probably my favorite is the one that I did kind of a Zoom meeting. Um, with other Fort LaBosse people uh, regarding teaching like a boss during a pandemic. So it was really cool. You know, I know these teachers, none of them were, uh, well, Deb, Deb was in my building, but the other four were not in my building. And I don't really get a chance to, you know, I have conversations with them, but the podcast just enabled us to dig into a little bit deeper into how their lives go day in and day out. And it was really cool. They were really engaging and uh, it was just fun. It was fun to do. So yeah, I enjoyed that one probably the most, definitely. And, you know, I think that's been surprising for us, just like how much fun it actually is. 
Um, like I know when I introduced the idea, there was maybe people weren't entirely, entirely certain about it all, but anyone who's offered to be one of our hosts, I think they've had a lot of fun with it. I agree. Yeah. I, I was maybe one of those people that, Oh, really Devin? Come on. But boy, it took off and yeah, I love it. It's really enjoyable now for sure. So PD, push, uh, Devin pushing me out of my PD bubble again. She's pretty good at that. So I thank her for that. Well, I think one of the best, I, well, two things I loved about it was one of our committee members came up with the name Teach Like a Boss because yes, we're sport the boss, that. so I love the name. And then I also love how we decided to release our new episodes on Payday Friday because like every teacher knows when Payday is. So I think timing it with Payday Friday has been good. Okay, I know something else we wanted to talk about is the tools we use for podcasting. So I would be really interested in learning from you at Brandon University about how you're creating and producing your podcast because we are looking at doing a shift right now just in terms of our podcast hosting sites. So yeah, we'd love to hear how you are creating your podcast. And I think classroom teachers might be able to learn from this too yeah. if they're interested in podcasting. Yeah, we, when we were all on campus, we have a room that we used downstairs and it was set up to be a video conferencing kind of room. So it's soundproofed. And so we were recording in person there just with a snowball microphone in the middle on the table. But since the pandemic, we've been using Zoom. And I think honestly, the audio quality is better through Zoom than what we were getting just sitting around a table. I think because the distance from the mic was different for different people, depending where they're sitting. So you would get some voices being really loud and others being quiet since we were all using the same microphone. So I think using Zoom is actually a little better in my opinion. Um, so yeah, so we record with Zoom and then we use Audacity after, which is a free, video, free audio mm -hmm. editing software. Um, but we'd like to learn from you also, like I feel like, um, like we, I am the one that does the kind of post-production editing, but I, I'm not a professional editor and I often feel like I don't know if this is how I'm supposed to be doing this so I feel like I would love to hear what you do and I can I can learn now where do you host your podcast so once you like create your episode you're happy with it how do you get it pushed out to all the different podcasting platforms yeah so it gets put up on the BU website mm -hmm. and then from there it gets pushed to Spotify uh, iTunes a few other places but it doesn't go through like I know a lot of podcasts have sort of an automatic um, RSS feed like distribution. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. That is what happens from the BU website uh, to all of these places where people listen to their podcasts. We released our first podcast almost exactly a year ago because it took until October when we could get it up and running last year. So we're coming up to our first this will be our first anniversary episode, oh, probably. Yeah, so we've been in business for a year. So I'd just love to hear, like, what are the lessons learned for you guys? How long has Research Connection been up and running? About the same, actually. About the like, same, yeah. We've had, yeah, I think we've had our first episode in October, too. We should celebrate a joint anniversary. There you go. <laughs> this is kind of funny. This is the celebration right there here. There you go, Definitely. yeah. Yeah, so lessons learned, Mark, Jackie, Michelle, what have you guys learned or experienced while um, podcasting? Well, one of the things that I've been thinking about and talking about a lot um, is just that, uh, you know, what we've done so far is we've had the intro and then we just hit 
the interview and then we go out, you know, so we try to sort of record it all. And what I really like in the podcasts that I listen to is I like when the podcast hosts sort of set you up and give you an introduction to what the topic is going to be about and maybe provoke some of your thinking before they go into the interview with the experts. I've been talking to Michelle a lot about how we can organize to be able to do some of that, but you know, it takes more time, but we're working on that for this year. That's sort of what maybe some of our advancement will be in the second year of the podcast. I think that's really true though. Like what do we do in our writing? We really want to prepare the reader and like that way they can visually scan and look for headings and kind of know what to expect. And I think that's true. I think that does prepare the listener and might encourage them to be on the lookout for that specific segment of the podcast or yeah, I like that. I think something I've really learned is that, you know, everyone has a story to share. Not that I didn't know this before, but it's just really made me realize like there's so many people who think like, oh no, no, I don't have anything to say about that topic. No, like you like you can interview me, but I don't think I really have much to contribute. And you end up having the best conversation. You learn things about the person that you never knew before. And they end up sharing some great nuggets of wisdom. And it just kind of makes me realize like every everyone has something to contribute to our learning as a whole division. And I think it's pretty exciting for Mark and Mike and I to be in the role where we really get to highlight that and, and share it with others. So that's something I love doing. I think something I really love about what you're doing at Brandon University is how you're making research accessible to everyone. Because no one's going, no, I shouldn't say no one. Not many people are going to sit down and read a research paper just for the fun of it. And although I must admit, I get pretty excited when I find a really good one, when I'm looking for a certain topic. But I mean, I think you're taking research and making it really accessible to people. And you're also matching it with, with the times. Like I listened to an episode on racism and I thought that was provocative and a really important topic that, that needed to be uncovered. So I just like how you guys at BU are taking, you know, important research and making it accessible and also timely. Yeah, that's something that I feel is really important, right? Like we have topics that are in the news or things that are happening in our community. And I think what we want to say is that there are people who've been studying this and researching this and reading about this for years and years, and they can talk about it in ways that's accessible and ways that you can understand. And then on the other side, there are people in the community who have really valuable experiences and knowledge and bringing those two groups together, I think is a really valuable way to move that information forward for both. Mm -hmm. And then modeling that and sending it out into the world just makes that compound, I guess. So that's, that's kind of the vision of what we're doing, I think. Well, for our Teach Like a Boss podcast, we always like to end with a takeaway. So I think a great takeaway today would probably be like one piece of advice that each of us have for anyone wanting to start a podcast or any teachers wanting to start a podcast or use podcasts in their practice? I think the world is a really interesting place. Like you said, Devin, everyone has a story. Everyone has something to contribute. So it's a really interesting way to have kind of your, your brain can be tickled as you're doing this. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's a lot less scary than you might think. The technology isn't that difficult. Editing isn't 
impossible, although I'm sure at least I feel like I could probably do a better job if I knew more, but it's not, it's not, it doesn't need to be a barrier. And uh, you can, you can learn as you go. Like when I listen to our early, early episodes, I feel like, oh, like I wish I had known that, you know, but we're learning by trial and error and that's an okay way to learn too. So I'd say give it a try. Just dive in. Mm -hmm. I used one of our podcasts in my class and it went over really well. And it was a topic that I wanted to introduce. Uh, it was a class about ed, ed issues. It was the ed issues class in the grad program. And um, it was a good way to introduce a topic. And it was a, you know, a 15 minute podcast that everybody got to listen to some people that were working in that area. And um, I really would encourage people to think about using podcasts as a teaching tool. I think it think it's worthwhile. I mean, there's a huge library of content already created for you if you just take the time to listen and find the right one. So yeah, I think that's a great tip. And I think that that's what's happened, Devin, is you've broken the ice for us. And, and I see it in my building, right? I see our teachers who are using those podcasts in their ELA classes, in their history classes, where there's so much, like you said, amazing information that's available for people to access. So it's, it's going beyond just our PD committee and it's growing, which is what we want PD to do is grow and make people better, right? So, um, and it is, it's pretty easy. It's pretty, and it's fun. It's fun mm -hmm. to do too. So thank you. You betcha. It is lots of fun. And having a collaborative episode like this was a wonderful way to celebrate our first anniversary of both of our podcasts. And I don't know about you, but I'm definitely in for another one in the future. So it was an absolute pleasure to talk all things podcasting with you. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, everybody. Very enjoyable. Thank you for listening to the Research Connection podcast. You can visit our website for links to everything that was mentioned in the episode. And for more Research Connection content at www.brandonu.ca slash bu-cares. Be sure to rate and subscribe so you can stay up to date with current research that impacts your community. Thank you.